What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And we are Made Men Podcast. Back again. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. So this is episode 10. 10. Finally in a double digits. We in a double. Don't, don't talk about finally. Like, this is accomplishment. <laughs> like, I, we need to get some noisemakers in here or something. But we in a double digits. 10 episodes. And it's a good feeling, man. It's really a good feeling because it just shows that when you want something, you just put in the work and you do it. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. Definitely. So this week, it's going uh, to be a little different. Um, But we still going to stick to traditions like we normally do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start out with the quarter of the day. And this is a good quote because um, it speaks to the difference between a child and a man. And this is a quote that a lot of y'all already know. So when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Mm. Hey, hey, repeat that one for Beautiful me. Like, quote. Forget Beautiful the people quote. in the back. <laughs> <laughs> repeat that one for me. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. We about to take him to church. Now, we, now we <laughs> take him really, to church. We can really go all day on this quote, but we're not. I'm mm. just going to give y'all something short and uh, to the point. So, basically, when you're a child, I feel like you, you're very dependent on other people to give you the things that you need to prosper up to the point of becoming a man. But when you're a man, you know, you learn to mature. You learn to be a big picture, a big picture thinker. And then you also learn to just handle things and get things done without a lot of those excuses and depending on your your family or your parents to get it done. I'm not saying don't depend on them ever, but at the same time, as a man, it's time for you to take that load into your own hands, go out there into the world, and look, be happy in success and be happy in failure. Just know both of them are coming, but as a man, you got to be prepared for either one. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. Um, As a child, um, you do childish things. You uh, don't don't have a lot to worry about. You have somebody you can depend on. You have a you have a comfort zone, and I think as you uh, make that transition to a man, you just begin to grow. You grow a sense of independence. You grow a sense of um, responsibility. You grow a sense of accountability, and uh, that's what that quote means to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just talking about a child to a man, which is something big, and that's what I kind of want to talk about today. Um, it's a lot of grown ass boys. Mm. Grown ass children mm. out here, children that call themselves men, men, They're actually boys, mm. and it's a big difference. It's a lot of like, as soon as they hit eighteen, they just think they're a man. They think they're all a man. Uh, legally, you're a man. Legally, but yes. are you a man? Mm. It's debatable. Yeah, what 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 is a grown boy? Grown ass boy. Make sure you put <laughs> ass. Grown ass boy. What is a grown ass boy? So when I think a grown ass boy, I think of somebody with. These top three characteristics, and that is a lack of a lack of independence, a lack of priorities, and a lack of ambition. So when I say a lack of independence, what I mean is um, this person is dependent upon everybody else to get them what they want or what they need. Mm. Um, and um, I know a few people like that. Can't out them on here, mm. but Uh-oh. I know a few grown ass boys out though. When I, when I say a lack of priorities, I mean that it kind of feeds into the lack of independence. Like, you don't know what you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. Or you're content with the way that your life is, whether it is 
living at home with your parents, mm-hmm. not having a plan to get out your parents' crib, um, whether it's uh, just not knowing what you want to do with your life and not actively trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And um, then that feeds into a lack of ambition. So the, all these mm-hmm. things, Don't all these, mm-hmm. all these things feed into each other. Mm-hmm. So the lack of ambition is exactly what it is. Like you're okay with life letting you pass you by. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think a grown ass boy is. I guess um, no, nah, I can definitely agree with a lot of that. Um, I feel like the the main thing that separates a man and a boy is really that responsibility mm. aspect. Like a, a grown boy still got their mama nipple in their mouth, you know. Ah, they, they still they still can't, got that milk on their breath. <laughs> still got the milk <laughs> on their breath, and they they can't provide for themselves. They're always dependent on someone else to come save them. Mommy and daddy to save the day mm-hmm. again, you know, because you messed up and you went out Monday through Sunday, mm-hmm. and you can't pay the rent at the end of the week. Now let's be clear. It's okay to depend on your parents for some stuff, even even as a, right, as an independent right. and man. I'm like not your, it's not. your mm-hmm. parent, your parents are there for you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like what they signed up for. <laughs> but there's an extent that you need to depend on them for. Definitely. And so if you just you're not taking responsibility and you're still living like a child, like you're worried about the wrong things. It's parties and stuff in New York. I just use myself. You mm-hmm. know. With the situation that we're in, for an example, but it's parties every day of the week. Like if I really wanted to go to a party every day of the week, or Tuesday through Sunday, I literally could. <laughs> you know, I could have all the best shoes, the mm. best clothes. I could be the hype beast. I could have you know the new Drake just came out. I'm bumping that. Everybody want to know what I'm doing, and I'm trying to flex. Like everybody, <laughs> why you just sprinkle Drake in there like that? I mean, y'all know that just you know y'all know it just dropped. It. Hey, no, that shit was fire. That shit was fire. It, 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 it fire. definitely was. What was your favorite track? Bro? Uh, it had to be Emotionless. Mm, like emotionless that. or Eight to Ten. Elevation eight to ten was good, but I like elevation. Mm. And, uh, I mean, my feelings. To get in my feelings, I definitely listed jaded. But anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways. That was, that was a small tangent. But anyway, um, yeah, a, a boy is worried about the wrong things. The priorities are not in line. They're not where they should be. So it's, it's okay to go out. It's okay to have fun. I'm not telling you not to do that. But at the same time, you know, you got that big job interview in the morning. It's okay to tell your boy, no, I can't do it tonight. Mm. You know, if if, if you got if, you, if you're trying to save money and you need mm. to spend that money you was going to spend at this party for this bottle of liquor, you need to spend it on those groceries mm. to cook, then maybe you should do that. It's yeah. just prioritizing yourself. And a, and a grown boy is just somebody that just doesn't care. They live in the Sloppy. moment. They're not Sloppy. visionaries. They don't yeah. listen and they don't they don't look into the future of what's going to mm. actually come from the, mm. the actions that they have consequences mm. for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, even just talking to women in New York City, um... What I've come across is that they've met a lot of grown ass boys. Like every dating experience that they've had, mm-hmm. it seems like it's been the same as far as like a man living at home with their parents, mm-hmm. not because they have to or not because they need to. Mm-hmm. It's just because they just don't want to change their situation. Mm-hmm. And I've heard stories of women going back to their parents' crib, like they mama loud on the phone, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, how do you? How do you? How as a as a man? That's not a man. That's a boy. Yeah, like you're right. I'm sorry. As a grown ass boy, like how do you not want more for yourself? Mm-hmm. So since arrested, I can't be bringing nobody back to my mom crib, like. Bro, and I and I get and I get points for that. No, I get that we're in New York, and sometimes that's the way it goes. Like I get it, but if you're not making a plan for yourself, if you're not trying to get out your parents' house. 
you're a grown ass. The way boy. I said, if 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 you're okay, like like Brian yeah. just said, if you're okay with the situation that you're in and you're not trying to move out of it, what are you really doing? Yeah, like get my get mama get mama out of that, man. Yeah, mama don't need that. Mama shit don't need that. You, for <laughs> yeah, many mama, years already. you need to be moving mama somewhere else. <laughs> so that's what we we feel like. Maybe a grown a grown ass boy would be just somebody that just needs to step it up altogether. Have some more ambition about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, Brian, this is to you. Yes. Um, we're talking about men and boys. So, I like to say you're a man for sure. Mm, I right? try to be a grown ass man. I try to be. And so, what do you what do you feel like makes you a man? What qualities and traits do you feel like makes you a man? Mm, the way I was raised, man. Like, um, one of the qualities I just want to start with is just independence. Like, I don't ask anybody. For anything unless I really need to and that, that includes my parents mm-hmm. um, I was raised off the fact that like if you like if you want to get something done you do it yourself right so whether it's uh, moving whether it's um, paying for school whether it's uh, just having a job that's all on you to figure it out how much you want to make that's all on you that you want to figure it out so just like I try not to ask my parents for anything right mm-hmm. anything so they really instilled in me that sense of independence. And I think just me, like, I've moved so much throughout the years. So I graduated from undergrad in 2014. Then I was like, all right, I want to go to grad school in 2015. Went to grad school, got my degree, paid for that on my own. Still paying it back, but I paid for that on my own. Didn't ask my parents for a dime, all right? Then, um, then, I, took, then I just was like, all right, I'm going to move to Boston, all right? So I was like, since I'm going to make this move, I'm going to do it on my own. Didn't ask my parents for a dime. Even though they wanted to pay for it, they were like, I was like, nah, I got it. Oh, at least yours offered. My parents yeah. just like, nah, you got to do this. No, nah, my, my parents are like, like, because I don't ask them for anything, they're just like, all right, like, we'll pay for it. If you need it, mm-hmm. like, we got it, all right? But um, then moved to New York, did that on my own. Mm-hmm. So it was just that they really instilled in me independence. And with that independence comes responsibility. So uh, just understanding the concept of responsibility, understanding what it means to pay a bill, understanding what it needs to just prioritize yourself when it comes to every paycheck, mm-hmm. knock out your bills first, right. then whatever money you got left, gotcha. you manage that on your own. So Sounds things cool. like that, when it comes to when it comes to actually like building relationships, when it comes to friendships, things like that, that's your responsibility to kind of go out there, build your network, build your friendships, mm-hmm. things like that. And um, I think with those relationships, when it comes to those things like that, when it comes to responsibility, it goes to accountability. And accountability is just like accepting when you're wrong or accepting when you don't know something. Mm -hmm. So I'm always somebody that's I've always been a curious person. Like anybody that knows me knows I ask a lot of questions. Right. So because it's just like I'm always looking to learn from somebody and I'm always willing to admit like when I'm wrong, I might argue with you just for the fuck of it. But when I know I'm wrong, I know I'm wrong. See, I don't know when I'm wrong. Like yeah. when I'm wrong, I'm right. Okay, I'm. I'm. A, I'm I gotta kind of backtrack on that. Cause sometimes, because sometimes, because sometimes, like I think I'm right, but just having an open mind to understand, like, all right, I'm wrong, but let me not get pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Let's let me let me let me learn. Let me learn from this. Let me learn from this situation. Let me learn from this person because I feel like that perspective can be added. All right, having a plan for yourself. Um, and uh, these two kind of feed into uh, the next. So it's going to be goal-oriented into ambition. But uh, just being goal-oriented. So just wanting more for yourself. 
um, trying to figure out what it is that you're good at, trying to figure out what it is what you want to be, trying to figure out what it is that you want to do for yourself. Um, and personally, um, this was something else that was instilled in me, but just understanding that you need a plan for yourself. Um, whether that be uh, professionally, whether that be personally, you always need to be thinking about yourself and how you want to grow as a person, how you want to grow uh, within the workforce, how you want to grow within relationships. Um, and I think I really got that from uh, my parents also, um, just being able to write out a plan for yourself. So like something that I do is um, I write out a journal. So I have a journal. actually. You got a, you got a diary? So... Oh, that's cute. This guy. This guy. Um, <laughs> Tell us about your diary. So, about my diary slash journal, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, what happens is I started doing this probably 2016. So, what happens is um, every time like I'm going through something or every time it's like a stressful time in my life, I just start writing. And it's not a dear diary entry, <laughs> motherfucker. But um, it's just... A, I'm it, it's just It's just... It's just my random streams of consciousness. Like, whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking, I just get it out. And as time goes on, I'm able to kind of sort these things out. So what happens is um, I write everything out, write what I want professionally, write what I want personally, how I want to grow. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, I leave it. I don't look at it for a while. I just get everything out and I feel better off mm -hmm. that. But then I'll take a day or two and then I'll go back to it. Mm -hmm. And I'll look at it and I'll try to find patterns in like what I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So that's what really helps me through understanding, like being goal oriented, how to be having ambition, like separating those things personally, professionally. How do I want to grow? Mm -hmm. Writing those things out, going back a day or two later and just kind of uh, trying to, uh, you know, just see patterns in my writing. Like, mm -hmm. what is it I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. What is it I'm trying to do? So that is why I feel that those are some of the things that I feel like that I feel that I possess. Mm hmm. Well, first of all, I think it's, it's absolutely okay to have a diary. First, don't, okay? hey, don't do that. Hey, that's okay. Don't do all that. Right? Don't because do that. I wish I had a diary. You got a you got a whole vision board. It's damn near a diary. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough about your diary. All right. Um. So that's good. Um. It's a lot of stuff. So that's what you feel like makes you a man. That's what like if yeah. people, so you feel like those quali those uh, qualities and those characteristics make you into the man you are today. Um. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, mine aren't too different. I guess I'll just you know give y'all a little something. But with mine, I feel like and this is by the book for me. Um. I feel like first of all, a man, you should have your your job. You know, I don't care what it is. I'm not saying you got to have, you know, making that six-figure, seven-figure job. I don't care if you say McDonald's. I don't care where you're working at, a bike shop, post office. I don't care and where post it is. office got good benefits. And, and it might have all of that stuff. The only thing I care about is as a man, you should have some source of income coming into your pockets. Because at the end of the day, you have to pay for stuff because we live in America. Yeah, we got to be a America, provider. You got to be a provider. For stuff, right? Yeah. So you definitely need to have a job. I feel like a man knows how to work hard, and a man knows how to play hard. So what do I mean by that? Yeah, explain that. By work hard and play hard, I mean it's okay to party. It's okay to go out. I'm not saying don't live your life. I love to party. I love to go out. I love to drink. You know, hen dog. That's a personal favorite of mine. Hen dog. You know, but I like to have a good time, but at the same time, I know that I have work five days a week from nine to five. I also realize that I have the ability and a lot of people don't know this, but you do have the ability to say no. You can say no to people. It's okay. Like, 
And I got some convincing friends that be like, look, just real quick, we can do this. And I'm like, we can, we, we, no, we can't. We, we, we can't because I realized that even if I had the money to do it, that money that I'm using for that, I could be using towards something else for personal gain, you know, something that I need to take care of, like groceries or like the rent or like utilities or like, the power, you know, anything, yeah. a number of things. And then also I feel like as a man, you need to prioritize things that puts money into your pockets. So whenever you're doing stuff, you need to think about, okay, is this putting money into my pocket? Am I benefiting from this? Like it always needs to be some source of gaining something or looking to gain something because as a man, it's a lot of other people that's going to try to one up you. It's a lot of other people on top of their stuff. So you can have fun, but at the same time, man, handle what you need to handle mm-hmm. and then take care of yourself. Because after that party's over, after you drank the last drink, you go back to real life. And so are you where you need to be or did you spend that money that you needed doing some bullshit? That's a fact, man. Um, I see a lot of dudes out here, especially in the days of social media, that try to flex. So, like, you flexing at the club. You got the newest Balenciagas on. <laughs> Shout out to that girl that had the Balenciagas. Shout out to Balenciagas. That look like socks. Fat foot ass. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, um, yeah, you try to be out here. You try to just uh, convey to the world this picture. You just, that you're that guy. And sometimes it's not even necessary. Like, if you're that guy, but you're still going home to your mama's crib, or you're still going home to... Nothing mm-hmm. like it's not a good look just as a man. So I agree with that. Absolutely. Always thinking ahead is another big thing. I feel like men should be visionaries. Yeah. You know, stuff's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. You need to plan out at least five years, not even five years in advance. Plan out first what baby steps with short term, long term, and then Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, just Go just ahead. plan out yeah. what you need to do. Like um have a five year plan. What do I want what do I see myself? What occupation do I mm-hmm. feel like I'm have? kind of money do I want to have mm-hmm. because the reality of the situation is you have to speak it into existence yeah and once you do that the universe is going to test you it's yeah. going to test you and make sure you're worthy of what you're asking for your words have power <laughs> your words have a lot of power and a lot of people don't they really don't understand that that when yeah. you say it you start to believe it it's called auto suggestion look it up if you don't know what it is means. that what it means you lie to yourself I just learned something today let me write that down <laughs> auto suggestion not auto correct auto suggestion <laughs> You say it until it becomes real. Yeah. Um, just to add on to that, um, if you don't want to do five years, just start with six months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, sure. um, I think like a lot of us, like especially like because it's like we're in our 20s, you like you in that weird space to where like you think you know what you want to yeah. do, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, just uh, start out with six months. Have like, an start, idea. Yeah, yeah, start right now, like what you want to accomplish within the six months. And I'm telling you, that's a seed that's going to grow until into that. Here's what I want to do within the next 10 years. Here's what I want to do into the next three years. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to do into the ne- in, in the next five years. The so, small steps yeah, make the big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to just start making small steps to build up to that bigger dream or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so I guess another thing that I feel like men, if you're a man, you should just recognize. And that's just learn how to just sit your ass down somewhere. (laughs) Just sit down. Expand on that. Just stop. Like, take some you time. Stop always having to go out and do something for somebody or always having to do something. It's Mm. okay to have some you time. Mm. It's okay not to go out every weekend. We're not in high school anymore. Mm. We're not living for the weekend. Right. Uh, we can do whatever we want. Uh, so yeah, take your time. 
and just really process what am I doing right now? Yeah. What am I trying to do? It's just, it's simple. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, because when I first got out of school, um, undergrad, I was living for the weekend. But I didn't like as as we talked about, like you have to be able to have a weekend to where you plan out things. Um, and it's interesting because um a lot of men don't like we think that uh we think that, you know, like after work I'm turning up. Mm-hmm. Like it's all happy I will I got happy Thursday through Sunday or Wednesday through Sunday, I'm turning up. But me time is so important as far as just like, all right, let me whiteboard some shit out. Let me figure out what I want to do within these next couple of weeks because you can get caught up in like, and I'm and I'm speaking from experience. You can get so caught up on partying, meeting new people, networking. Like those things are important, but what do you want for yourself? Because mm-hmm. you can get wrapped up in that life so much, and you'll be so broke, and you'll be so confused after after you realize like, damn, I ain't got no time for myself. So, me time is so. Important. Just sit down, analyze, really just think about what am I doing. Yeah, you know, sit down, sit down and breathe. Yeah. A man pays his own bills, uh, utilities, mm-hmm. can, uh, just the power, the gas. If you were if you live in New York, you already know what this is. We're gonna run down the roster real quick. It's the Wi Fi. Bro, don't don't even <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna get upset. You got the kind I just I just paid. Who, who, who uses kind ed, man? Because kind ed be in my inbox. Every month, I use Kyle late like, in the Midwest. We talk use Kyle Med a lot. Talking about checking the meter. That's a random date. Oh yeah, didn't check the meter. That dude on. comes and I uh, checks the meter. <laughs> Supposedly, we gonna put the quotes around. Oh, he just he just be writing numbers down at this point. Man, I go back and check them numbers every month. Also, <laughs> uh, a man just knows where he wants to be in life, or either he working like damn hard to get there. Yeah, like I'm not saying you have to have it all figured out, yeah. but at least at least having an original idea. Yeah, um, and that goes back to my point of ambition. So just like wanting more for yourself, not being content with where you are, understanding like it's a lot of life to live, mm-hmm. and you determine how you really live is. that life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. And then the last thing that I had is that, uh, and Brian touched on this, is just a, a man doesn't have to really just depend on his parents to do everything. I'm not saying, you know, abandon them. I don't need your help for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, Honestly, like if you if you plan this out and you just take responsibility and accountability as a man, like don't lean on your parents to help you out of every situation because you failed and you know you weren't supposed to do you know X Y and Z and you did it anyway. Well, it's consequences with that. It's good There's and bad. So for every action, accept man. those. <laughs> Fall back, bounce back. Every three steps back is two steps forward. You just gotta you make it work. Don't rely on mommy and daddy to do this for you because after eighteen. Brian said, "You a man. You got to get out of the house. You gotta, you gotta make it happen for yourself." Hey man, and that's just the reality of the situation. Hey, when I look, when I when I went to college, I was like, I ain't, I ain't coming back. Now, even though I came back for a year, I was like, I can't be here. So just like just being able to say, just being able to say things like that, just not being comfortable with your current situation, always wanting more for yourself, I think that's essential to being a man. So. Since you say you a man, which I'm not doubting that at all. Allegedly. <laughs> when do you feel like, like when, what was that moment where you felt like, okay, I'm no longer relying on anybody to take care of myself. I am officially becoming a man. Like, I don't need anybody to handle my stuff. I'm willing to take the responsibility. I'm willing to take the consequences. When do you feel like you became actually a man? You took that step to becoming a man. 
Um, I would have to say uh, undergraduate college. In college? Yeah. Your parents stopped caring in college? They didn't stop caring. It's just that I had to take out one loan while I was in college. Like, thank God. Um, and they went, they, they, and they paid that off between. Must be nice. <laughs> undergrad. We talking about undergrad. But um, they were able to pay that loan off in like between my freshman and sophomore year. So like after that, like it was smooth sailing. Like I had to do everything. Like I would, I would like try to ask. I would ask them for twenty dollars at that point. Oh, like so would, you, now you still ask, so you asked them for twenty dollars. I asked them for twenty dollars. Like that was it though. But as time went on, as like I, I'm a, as I matriculated through college, I was just like I can't ask them for nothing. Like I, I don't think like it's fair to them. Like they, they supported to me. They supported me up to this point. So I need to like start providing for myself. So it's just that I got, I got this uh, community service scholarship to where like I was getting like a good amount of money per month. Mm-hmm. And like after that, I didn't ask them for nothing. Like even after I graduated, I just asked them for a place to stay. And then after that. I was like, once I once I went to grad school and I was on my own, I didn't ask them for nothing. So it was just that it was a natural matriculation process. But I think that like college was the time where I was like, after my sophomore year, that's when I was like, in, I don't in, just in grad school. You said no, that? this is sophomore year in uh, undergrad. In undergrad, I was like, I don't, I don't want to ask. I was like independent for the most part. Like it was just like my work study. My work study went towards my. Um, my work study went towards uh, my tuition. Um, I had another job. I had two jobs. Um, after that, I graduated. Mm-hmm. I got. I had my own job. My mama made me pay rent while I was staying at home. She made pay. She made like my mama's so wild. Mm-hmm. She made me pay four hundred a month mm-hmm. for rent. Like four hundred to stay at the crib that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. No, your mama's a good woman. No, she's not. She's like, a great woman. She's selfish. Yeah. So that's nah, what but that she was teaching you. No, she, no, she's, she's getting ready for these no, New York prices. No, she, no, she's selfish. <laughs> she's selfish. I wish I was paying four hundred in New York. But she's um, getting ready for that New York lifestyle. But yeah, like after I made the transition, like from um, after I was like to grad school, that's when I really didn't ask my parents for anything. Mm-hmm. Like uh, car insurance. You said, you said after grad school. So no, I'm I'm sorry. While I was in grad school, like that's when I didn't. Towards my like parents. the end, what was like two years in grad school? No, I, I spent the year. I finished grad school oh, in a year. In a year, so yeah. you asked your parents like I didn't ask my parents for you nothing. You was literally doing like your own thing. Yeah, you didn't need them for yeah. anything. Yeah, I didn't need them for nothing. That's what I was gonna ask you because I was gonna say you said on my own pretty much, and I like to play the devil's advocate. You know that, so I was gonna ask. So pretty much means you probably still were dependent on them for a few small things and i, I want to like, know like i feel like in college if you're just asking your mom for twenty dollars mm-hmm. if you're asking your parents for twenty dollars mm-hmm. you damn near independent you close you, real you close. damn near like yo no, i need twenty dollars like just to eat you're damn near independent but you're not like if you're asking them for small stuff here and there yeah you you're really close to being independent but i'm talking about the point pretty much where you are I, f- I feel like you are now where you got your own spot. You pay, you got a job, so all the finances you need, you're handling that. Yeah. You, know? you got to get yeah, it yeah. And I would say like after my sophomore year, that's when I stopped asking when you my stopped parents asking. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I had to get my own car, mm-hmm. and I had to pay for that. And then I had to um, then after that, like I really didn't ask them for anything mm-hmm. except after I graduated, I asked them for a place to stay, but. I had to pay rent on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so that's, then that's okay because yeah, you paying rent yeah, for it. It wasn't like you were just, yeah. let me stay at the crib real yeah, quick. Yeah, like I wasn't just breakfast. staying at the crib. My mama charged me 400 And I'm like, 
bro, like what? You're, you're wilding. <laughs> but I paid that four hundred. So you feel like that was the that was the, really the transition? Where yeah, you're like, man. I can't stay out. Like, my parents really charged me to stay in the house I grew up in. Yeah, it was trash, man. That was... Whatever. But anyways... Nah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely I get I feel it. like college... Like, my junior year of college was when it was really like I was independent. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people... What I find is that people in college, they like the feeling of being independent with quotation marks around it. But really, they ask your mom for $20, $30 here and there. They're like, mom, look... I ain't spent all my money on liquor. I ain't got no money. I need See, you for this. My mom's still paying half my car note. My mom is still, you know, paying for some of my dang housing. You know, my mm-hmm. mom's still there. Like, it's like the feeling of being independent, but you're not really independent. Because yeah. if your parents decided to, I'm done, they go cold turkey on you, you sitting there looking dumb. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I had to pay for my car mm-hmm. my car in full. Yeah. Because like, I wasn't like, I wasn't prepared to, to pay for no car mm-hmm. note. I that's had to pay for my car in full. And while I was in college, I had to pay for that in full. And that's what I'm talking I guess the moment, uh, and a lot of people, I'm sorry, let me just finish this point. And a lot of people, they just, they use that college. It's like, oh yeah, I'm independent. But they're not really independent. No, no yeah. A lot of people do that. Like, they're just really be, just because you're not at home don't mean you like not. Yeah. $200 a month. Bro, who, you know people that got allowance? I'm going to be... I used to get my parents used to send me two hundred dollars a month. So you had a you had two hundred dollars. Yeah, like my parents used to give me actually two hundred dollars a month for mm. allowance because um I don't know whether I was good or bad like financially. So you got a behavior grade? Uh, nah, not like Santa's list. Were you good or bad this year? It was just like, son, I love you. I'm gonna be two hundred dollars to make sure you're good. And son was always good on finance, but he took that two hundred and tucked it away and turned it in. A... But at that moment, I didn't really feel independent. I felt like. Okay, even if I just screw this whole month over, my parents got me with two hundred at the end. I'm good. Oh, they did it once a month. It was once a month. Wow. It was like an allowance I was getting, so I was not independent. The moment I felt like I became independent was the day I graduated and I came to New York, because at that point my parents cut me off cold turkey. First of all, they didn't want me to leave. So was it like a statement? Like, did they give you? They a were. Statement they were just like, what? "Son, we think you should probably stay here. You can stay with us. You can rack some money up and stuff like that." And I was just like, "I'm." I want to go to New York. It's like, okay, well, we'll see what we can do. No money came in. I had to get to New York. I had to stay in New York. Luckily, the internship that I took paid for the housing that I was mm-hmm. in at that time. So it was always small stuff like that to help. But even to this day, my parents don't pay for anything that I do. I pay for everything. I'm talking phone bill, obviously, the rent, utilities, all of that stuff. I have to come up with the money for this or it's not getting paid. So at this point... You cannot sit here and tell me I'm not a man because I handle my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I don't go out and party. I party, yeah. You're going to party. party. I mean, I'm in my I mean, we're in the 20s. We're going to party. I'm not party. I party, but at the but same you, time. But, but after you party, I know you look at your bank account like, yo, did yo, I have to do all this? Me and my bank account, best friends. We, I'm always in my bank account. Well, I check that three times a week. Everywhere. Three times a week. I I'm always that. transferring money back and forth. Oh, and no, we not. We, we, I can't transfer. Oh, no, I'm transferring money <laughs> all the time. I got like four different savings accounts, and not all of them at Wells Fargo. <laughs> I got some in my room. Other than my he got off the shore bank accounts. Man, look, I'm ready for anything at any time. Like, as a man, I feel like you never know when something might hit you and you're not prepared for it, so you just got to yeah. be prepared for everything. Yeah. So. Definitely. I feel like right now at this point, I became a man when I really just took that stuff from Alabama to New York. And I was just like, look, first of all, don't don't just assume your parents are still going to get you. Because I'm from 1 to 10. If you remember, I discussed that in the earlier podcast. Competition. I can't just expect them to give me some money. Because yeah. that money going towards all the other nine children. What's the youngest again? Uh, like, third, he's like 
10. Nah, man, you ask me hard questions. I can't oh, yeah. Think. Man, oh, he got 10, man. That's a, that's a hard question. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta support his dreams right now. Man, it was 10. <laughs> so it's just like, I didn't ex- I didn't assume for them to give me money. My mom even told me when I was going to college, she was like, look, I love you, son. You know that. And I would do everything for you. I've done everything for you up to this point. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But you got to go to college on your own. If you want to get there, do it on your own because I'm going to be honest with you. You know I got your brother and your sister and she was telling me about all this stuff. You're not going. Like, you can go up the street to, to Faulkner if you want to. And it was the Faulkner. Community college. Where's Faulkner? It's <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. I don't know. But um, she says you got to make this stuff happen. Either, like, you can make it happen or you can just get a job. Whatever you want to do. And I was like, I got to get this job. I got to go to, um, I mean, not this job. I got to go to college. Mm. So I made it happen. Went to Stillman. So now... I still feel like I was, you know, dependent on them for some things. I was gaining that independence. But in college, I felt like I was a man. I had my own house. And I was at home by myself. And now college, home no, college, college really creates that illusion because you, illusion. Move, you move from dorm to dorm. And then all of a sudden, you yeah, got a house. Yeah, and you like, like no more I pay rent here. <laughs> I pay rent here. I do whatever I want here. But it ain't really like your house. It's, it's not the, real. It's, it's all a facade. Yeah. It's all a facade. Yeah. So anyway... What this episode was really about, man, is just to see the difference between what an old-ass boy looks like compared grown. to a man. Oh. Say grown-ass mm. boy. Changed it. Grown-ass boy looks like compared to what a man mm. looks like. This is Made Man Podcast, mm. so obviously, you know, we, we are men mm. at this point. But I just really wanted this episode to kind of just talk about why we feel like we are men, why mm. we feel like we can talk to people about these different experiences and stuff. Because at the end of the day, y'all, we all struggling. We on the same page. But we we definitely unpacked a lot for y'all. Um, talked about what a boy is compared to a man. You know, that sense of independence and what it takes. So, it's a lot of y'all boys out there. It's a lot of y'all men out there. If you're a man, keep being a man. Leave yeah. away for these grown-ass boys hey, out here. Hey, nobody wants to be a grown-ass boy. Get out your mama's house. Stop flexing on the gram. Take, take the nipple out your mouth. Get the milk off your breath. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get it together. Lock the fuck in. Lock in. But but once again, this is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And we are Made Men Podcast. Made Men. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black. Skinny or fat. These are the facts in everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. If you like the podcast, by the way, this is episode 10 in case y'all ain't hit me at the beginning. Hey, 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 double digits, <laughs> man. I hope y'all heard that. Episode 10. If y'all ain't listening to 1 through 9, y'all missing out. But believe me, we just getting started. So y'all make sure y'all tune in. Y'all check it out. We really appreciate the support. And you can believe 100% we're going to be back next week. You already know. Y'all stay tuned in. Lock the fuck in.